0: What's for reading?
1: What's for reading today, Mimi? So today we are going to discuss two books that I really loved and I'm really excited that we are doing this podcast. We are going to talk about Octavia Butler's Earthseed duology, so Parable of the Sower and Parable of the Talents. So the book takes place in America in a near future, which is not a near future for us because it takes place in 2024, but it was written back in 1993. And we follow Lauren, who is a 15-year-old girl. She, she lives in a modest community, and she's trying to make sense of what is happening to her country. So this America is felt, feels very post-apocalyptic. There's a lot of violence And And it
0: all seems completely out of control.
1: Yes, completely. We'll talk about why later on. So yeah, this is the premise of the story. And so it's a dystopia. uh, More of a speculative fiction. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it goes into the genre of dystopia. Yeah. So what did you think about it, Gwen? I actually
0: really enjoyed it. I was a bit scared of reading it. So glad that you did. (laughs) So I I picked it because you loved it and you wanted to discuss it. So... I'm always one for an interesting read and a chat. Yeah. So here I was uh, reading *Parable of the Sower*, and it was actually so gripping that it is. Yeah. when I finished it, I just had to read *Parable of the Talents*.
1: Um, you were m- right away. You were more courageous than I because I think I read *Lessons in Chemistry* in between. I needed something I a little had bit lighter. I had
0: actually planned to read lessons in chemistry or okay. the song of achilles in between well maybe the song of achilles would not have been a good <laughs> choice uh, cuz in terms of yeah happier read no not really that's not the best but anyway it not none of this happened because i went on to parable of the talents right away it was so gripping that i just couldn't put it down mm. so it was not uh the most I would say a most enjoyable reading experience mm-hmm. because obviously a dystopia is not meant no. to make you feel comfortable, but what a
1: book this is. I mean, what a duology. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it as well. Obviously. Yeah. I loved it so much. I thought it was well-written. Uh, I love Octavia Butler. I love her books, even though I haven't read tons of them, but all of the books that I've heard by her, I lo- I've loved. And... Like you said, it made me feel very uncomfortable with how realistic it felt. Mm. But I loved it. Like, I couldn't put it down. It felt like reading into the future sometime. And it felt very scary because of that. And I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't put it down. I loved, a strong, uh, I loved the strong... I love the main character. Mm-hmm. I love that we had a strong female protagonist And she was so young when we started the book, but she felt very, yeah, very strong and lucid about what was happening uh, in her country. So I really, really like that.
0: Yeah. Although I had a hard time really imagining her as a 15 year old. But yeah, she's a bright person. She's very brave. So I understand. I mean, it's, it's really coherent with what she becomes and so on, but I mean, but yeah, fine. She's a hero, heroine. Mm. So, yeah.
1: so, uh, like we said, um, this feels very post-apocalyptic. So, um, in this America, in the near future, because of global warming, because of well, global warming is the a backdrop, but it's not presented as the no, but it most important started cause. everything because of global warming. There were lots of droughts. Water is basically a rarity. Mm. Uh, especially where she lives Hard so she lives in california
0: expensive yes.
1: yeah it's very expensive there's a huge rise in unemployment uh in flash in inflation uh people are getting poor, poor, poor and poorer, and, poor. and only a very small percentage of the population is actually striving in this new america and all of this brought a lot of violence like people are killing other people hurting stealings the uh, addiction there's is a real problem. Yes,
0: there's even this new drug. Yes. So scary. So scary, yes. That apparently was created. Well, it was not intended. I, mean, no. I think it was because of a mistake or something. Yeah. And it's actually a drug that makes you enjoy arsons. Yeah. And That's like it.
1: burning people. And Yeah, it was very. Sc- those passages when you see. Those people attacking other yeah. people are very scary and very they are. frightening. The police is also a problem because they are more of a problem than a help yeah. in this book.
0: Actually, all the institutions.
1: Yes, are. the government mm. has completely given up on the country, mm. especially in the first book. Even so, yeah. even
0: the firefighters are useless. Yes, because either they arrive too late, or in any case, it would be too expensive to pay them yeah. for. It. They, their services, so.
1: yeah, and it, it was very scary to read about because global warming is a very real thing uh, in our world today. And it felt like, oh wow, is is this what's going to happen to our world in like thirty years? Mm. So it was very scary for that. Actually,
0: I made a note uh, when I was reading the beginning of the parable of the talents. I knew it was supposed to be a dystopia, but mm-hmm. at the beginning, I mean, I was not sure about. How dystopian it was. Yeah. Because some aspects of that world felt quite familiar.
1: Yeah, and it felt like because she wrote that in the nineties, some some part of the books, it's like she's writing the future. Hmm. Like, especially in the second book, so I don't know if I should talk about it because it's a bit of a spoiler, but there's a sentence that one of the politician uses that is a sentence that I know. a real politician in the US Use it's a catchphrase that he used, and I was like, "How eerie is that?" Yeah, and I'm very surprised that not more people are talking about her books right now, those two books, because it felt, it feels like she predicted the future, mm. and it feels more and more like maybe we're going towards this kind of future. So yeah, it felt very eerie mm. because of it that. Did. And it's interesting to see how Lauren, the protagonist, is living in this um, chaos.
0: Yeah, trying to, as you said, make sense of it. Yeah, make sense of it, and trying to figure out how to survive in yeah. this. Uh, because another thing that was really striking is that when the people are about 50 years old, mm, between 50 and 60 they start considering themselves as old people. Yeah. So that means that life is very difficult yes. in this uh, world. And when you're 15 years old, you already have to figure out how you're going to stay alive. Yeah. Um, it's not about trying to be as uh, wealthy or as successful as possible. Yeah, it's just trying
1: to just survive. Staying alive. Yeah. And I... I thought it was very interesting that Lauren was much more lucid about how things were going to evolve in her country or even in her, in her community than her parents, for example. Mm. Like She started preparing for what happens next very early on in the books where when everyone was telling her, stop doing that, it's not, like you're scaring everyone. And it was really interesting to see that she gets it. When all the adults in her life didn't,
0: although her father was pre- well trying to do things for kids in the community yeah. to be able, well, to have skills to survive.
1: That's true, yeah.
0: But yeah, you are right, um, and it's probably because that character was thinking and imagining things yeah. that she was ready to to do what it took
1: to live on. Yeah, so. I I really like, like I said, I really like Lauren. She was she was, a, she was a very strong and independent um, character. She was a true leader, and she was not afraid to take charge mm. at a very young age. Mm. So I appreciated that. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, her, well, Lauren in Parable of the Sower is, uh, yes. yes, a, a very likable character, if yes, I can say so. Yeah. I'm not sure I liked her as much I in agree. the second book. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later, yeah. And uh, so re- religion as a huge place in this book. It does, yeah. Uh, so Lauren's father is, I think you say a preacher, not a, a because yeah. he's not a priest. Uh, I think it's a preacher. He's a preacher, a minister. Yeah, is a Baptist, a Baptist minister. minister. And very early on the book, uh, Lauren tells us because she's um We get the book from her point of view. It's written actually as letters, a diary. It's a a, di- uh, you, ha- yeah. you have diary entry um, yeah, of a diary. Yeah. And she tells us very early on that she doesn't believe in what her family is believing anymore, and that and that she created a new religion called Earthseed, which is the title of the duology. Which, especially in the second book, felt to me, and I think we have her daughter says those words like a cult. Yeah, I think we can call it. It was
0: absolutely a
1: well a sect, even. Yeah. So she has. Those um, so at the be- at the beginning of the in the first book, she writes those verse verses uh, that will make I think she calls it the book of the beginning or
0: something like that yes yeah. mm.
1: and so it's interesting to see what she believes in, so she has a very strong emphasis on other worlds um other planets that she feels like the future
0: other the planets and change changes. Yeah. The central yeah. word and concept yeah. in her religion. Yeah.
1: It felt like she aim, She had a bit um, no hopes in her, uh, in Earth. And she felt like the future of the world was on another planet.
0: Maybe. Actually, I have no idea because I still don't know what to make of this Earth Seed religion. Mm-hmm. I'm still quite befuddled by this. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't make sense of it. Yeah. Um, but that's that's central to this character yeah um, that's that's what's driving her yep. actually and I think that's one of the features in this geology that enables Octavia Butler to have us think on ideologies ideologies and how they can be created, how they develop, how yeah. they can attract supporters also detractors yes. Uh, what are the limits when is it acceptable and when does it go too far because there is uh, Lauren's ideology, and new religion but there is also the politics of uh, the new president, far right mm. yeah. president uh, mixed with other strong religious beliefs that uh, try to make a certain vision of Christianity the main religion mm. uh, in the country, and um, that's another ideology uh, that we get to think on. Yeah. So that's great food for thought, and that's it one is. of the aspects of the novel that yeah. I really found interesting, and that um, made this book a must-read, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Also, freedom. Yeah, freedom and is an important. How part. preserving it at yeah. all costs is what we should do and what is the point when it's okay to silence people yeah if it ever is yeah so i think that's another that's another dimension of this dystopia that makes it really eerie yeah because in our own world freedom of speech i mean we all know about yeah. all these
1: book bands mm. and so on what's scary is also how easy it is to take people's freedom away and how easily we can go into a lack of freedom. I don't know if you like. there's the... So I think we're going to enter a tiny bit of a spoilery section of our review. So in the first book, you have this thing um, where companies bought towns and they were asking people to come and work for the company. And you understand that very quickly you become basically a slave to the company because they keep paying you less and less and they keep asking you for more and more money for housing and um, necessities, etc. And you basically become, because you can't pay them back, mm-hmm. you become ende- indentured yep. uh, to the company. And you have those one of the family in Lawrence community that very happily goes there thinking that, it will hoping hoping that they, would find they will find a better li- a better life. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah.
0: I actually I think that for this Octavia Butler picked up on something that existed Exists. in the past mm-hmm. company towns. Okay, and it was I mean it was well known to be okay. the kind of place where you actually completely lost your freedom okay. because of these uh, questionable practices on the parts
1: of companies. So I would like to talk a bit about Parable of the Talents. We'll try not to give uh, too many spoilers, but I felt it was much more political than the first book. Definitely, like uh, actually, it's it's political when the first book wasn't. Like you didn't hear almost anything about politics in the first book about what was going on with the government. I think maybe just tiny hints, tiny hints. But whether in this one, it's like the government and the president is a very focal uh, point in is the start of basically all the horrors that um, Lauren, who actually changed his name in the second book, she's called Olamina, uh, all the horrors that her and her community are going to go through. I also thought that um, the second book was interesting in regards to the point of views because we get um, the point of view of, lo- of Lauren again, but also of her daughters. And it was interesting to have um, commentary on Lauren's action. And I liked having another point of view. In how other people saw. Lauren's action. And her community. And everything. So I thought yeah. it was really interesting.
0: I think that's a good way. To have us think on ideologies. Yes. In fact. Uh, because what. well Something that to somebody might. Look like the truth. And what's good to do. And worth dedicating your life to, well, that might be considered differently yeah. uh, by some people who maybe suffered from it or were led to thinking differently because yeah. of other ideologies.
1: This book, though, felt much darker and it felt like the horrors kept piling on. It was like, Oh, let's go through this horror and then oh you haven't had enough. Let's go through that horror and then another and it felt like the middle of the book, wow, it was tough to read. Yeah. It was it wasn't graphic, but it felt very hopeless. And I was like Very pleased when is this going to end? Like, are we going to end this book in a very dark like where's the hope?
0: Like Mm. so Well, there's not much, is there?
1: No, I guess not, but
0: yeah, the middle of the book felt very rough. It did. And then it relented a bit yes. towards the end. Um yeah. So uh I totally agree with everything that you said and um the fact that we get all these different points of view, especially in parable talents, so book two in the series, gives us complex characters. Yes. Uh actually there is no character that I really liked. Okay. But I think it's because we get all these different points of view and therefore we get all the flaws yes. of the different characters. So I do not resent the fact that mm-hmm. none of the characters is really likeable. Yeah. I think that's one of the, of the aspects of this novel that makes it really interesting. Also, as you said, book two is much more political and also, I think, less subtle. Because what yeah. I really liked about the first book is that we were given the symptoms mm-hmm. of this dysfunctioning America and it was up to us reader to figure out what the causes could be. Okay. So yeah. you mentioned global warming, mm-hmm. uh, but you can also add bad political decisions, mm-hmm. maybe corruption, yeah. whatever. But nothing is quite clear about it in book one whereas in book two almost from the very beginning some of the characters give us clear causes so based on their own assumptions Mm -hmm. but we almost get the map of this dysfunctioning world no you're right so i think i preferred book one book one yeah for this reason uh but book two is quite interesting as well and as you said it's quite horrific but at the same time, I appreciated the fact that it never gets too graphic. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the narrator does not dwell on these horrors for mm-hmm. too long. And yep. so it does not turn into a horror story. Yeah. So, yeah, I, s- I think that's the reason why, well, one of the reasons why I uh, really, well, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for this series. Really. Okay. Because, well. It's not something that I would have picked if you had not asked me if I could read it so that we could discuss it. But I'm very happy that we did read it because, yeah, I think, as you said, that's a very important uh, Yeah, it feels like a
1: very important read. Like, everyone Mm. should be reading it. Mm. Another thing that I Mm. really liked about this book is the sense of community that Lorraine creates. Mm -hmm. Like, in the first book, when they are on the road and they start picking up people to join them... That's so right. I, I really like the sense of community, or even at the beginning when they are, you know, in their neighborhood, mm-hmm. like that everyone is looking out for each other, and I really like that. One aspect I didn't like, uh, and I find it in both of the books, is the end felt a bit rushed, and it's like we ha- we spend this very huge chunk of both books uh, going through something and like the, all the horrors and. And everything, and the the resolution is very short, and it felt a bit rushed, especially Mm -hmm. in the second book. Like we spent so much time um, with all those horrific. Yeah, and then they go through it, and then I think we've got fifty pages left of the book, and then we got the end. And you've, I won't spoil the end, but I felt I would have liked, I would have liked for the end to be a bit more developed. I would have liked to see how. She succeeded in what she succeeded in, you know, a little bit. Yes.
0: Although bit I I guess that can be put down to the fact that Urs thee was supposed to be a longer series. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. I'm not sure about it, but I think that we were supposed to get three more books. Oh, okay. But then she gave up on the series and died before okay. being able to write more. Uh, but I guess that could explain it okay. because you need to finish on yeah. some sort
1: of resolution
0: yes without having um, that many details yes. uh, okay so it doesn't ha- end on a cliffhanger no really. it doesn't absolutely uh, not but at the same time i don't think that we can consider n- each book as a standalone novel
1: oh no no you have you to really read the need first to book. have yeah. the first book before yeah. the second one
0: and actually yeah. i would have loved to have another more book books yeah. afterwards to see what happens next yeah.
1: So another book uh, that we can recommend uh, that I read uh, but Gwen hasn't read yet is Kindred by Octavia Butler. So another, I loved, it's f- actually the first book I read by her and I loved it so much. It's a historical fiction that takes place in the 70s in the US. Um, we follow a couple with a black woman and a white man and they just uh, moved into their new house and while they are unpacking, she gets sent to the past Ooh. during slavery, oh. and she saves this baby from drowning. And then she comes back to present. And then every time he's in danger, he gets sent back to the past oh. during slavery. It's very, it's so good. Again, it's so well written. The story was like I think I read it in like two days or something. I couldn't put it down. It was oh, yeah. so gripping, and it's a bit more. Again, you have it's it's g- it's dark because you have a, lo- a big chunk of the book that takes place during slavery, mm-hmm. and she goes through some some horrors. But yeah, it was really really good. So, mm-hmm. think if you want to read another book by Octavia Butler, Kindred is a really good choice.
0: Well, I might ha- read it later on. Okay. I'm sure, especially as I don't know what edition you you have of this one, but the editions, uh, well, the edition that you have for Parable of the Sower and Parable mm-hmm. of the Talents. I really liked. I okay. mean, the books were very floppy. nice to hold. Yeah, yeah, floppy enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, you know that I'm quite obsessed yeah. with the physical yeah. dimension of uh, reading, and that was a nice one. So, okay, yeah, that's true. They were they were lovely to read. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, I think I'll we'll make a note. Okay, and we'll borrow it from you okay. one
1: day for sure. All right, I think. That's yeah, it for well, today's episode. Glad to have talked about this with Me you too. because we've been
0: yeah. withholding our yes. thoughts until today. So yeah, interesting. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for bye. listening, guys. And well, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can also reach us on Instagram for feedback. That would be much appreciated. And if you want to support us, we're not sharing your stories? Bye.